Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, I um, I have a, a little bit of a problem on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, I call this problem celebrity age dysmorphia. In other words, uh, I learned that yesterday was Gwen Stefani's 50th birthday. Happy birthday, Gwen. Happy late birthday, Gwen. Sorry, we missed it yesterday. Oops. And I immediately thought, oh my gosh, she's 50? I am terrible, terrible at determining the ages of celebrities. And so when we find a, a weak point in my life, we make it into a game show. Yay! So we've asked somebody to call and be my opponent on a little game we're going to call Celebrity, the age is right. That's right. So we've got Beth on the line, and Beth is going to be playing against Colleen. So I'm going to give Colleen and Beth the name of a celebrity. They have to guess the actual age of the celebrity, and the closest, without going over that age, is going to win the point. So I have five celebrity names, kind of like we do on a throwback live. So let's get Beth on the horn. Let's get Beth on the horn. Hey, Beth, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, thank you for uh, for consenting to play a game you knew nothing about and uh, that you knew you wouldn't win anything from. How are you at guessing celebrity ages? Um, I would say I'm like B+. I'm usually pretty, pretty close. But not always like a hundred percent there. Okay, well I'm D minus, so this is <laughs> okay. going to be super fun. All right, so here let's do our first celebrity name. Colleen and Beth have to guess the actual age of the celebrity without going over. Here is our first celebrity. Okay, our first celebrity, Colleen and Beth, is Will Smith. How old is Will Smith? Now you have to guess Will Smith's age without going over. Colleen, I'll go to you first. Okay, I'm gonna say Will Smith is 48. Colleen says 48. Now, Beth, how old do you think Will Smith is? So, Colleen said 48. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 50. You're gonna go 50? Oh. Yes, I think she's close, but I think he's just a little older. Well, Beth, for the point. Will Smith is 51 years old. Oh my gosh. You know, Beth, I don't know about you, but when I play this game that we've created here because I'm so terrible, is the one, like the, the side effect of it that I never anticipate is how old it'll make me feel. 
Well, welcome to your existential crisis, Colleen. Right? All right, moving okay, on to Beth. our second celebrity. Good job, Beth. We're by guessing the, way. Here we the go. celebrity age here now. Colleen and Beth, please consider Helen Mirren. Oh, please geez. tell me the age of Helen Mirren without going over her actual age. Beth, I'm going to start with you first. Please tell me the age of Helen Mirren. I'm going to go with around 70. I think I think that's pretty close. 70? Okay, Colleen. I mean, I was going to say 75, so I'm going to stick with that, and I'm scared. 75. All right, Beth said 70. Colleen said 75. And Beth for the point, again, because uh-huh. Colleen, you went over. Helen Mirren is 74 years I old. I was so close, though. Oh, wow. Really okay. close. Yeah, but you went over. Okay. I did. Okay. Congratulations on that point, Beth. Now it's... <laughs> Two Beth, me still zero. Again, solid. That I'm actually failing. <laughs> All right. So we're going to do our third celebrity name. Colleen and Beth are guessing the age of the celebrity without going over. Here's another one. How old is Anne Hathaway? Colleen, Beth, please tell me the actual age of Anne Hathaway without going over her real age. Colleen, going to start with you. Anne Hathaway is 31 delightful years old. And Beth? I'm like 90% sure she's 36. All right. And the actual age of Anne Hathaway is 36 years old. Beth, for the point. That was crazy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Look, I'm here to say congratulations, to Beth, because quite frankly, you know what? There's Call no it. way I can get yeah. enough points to even anywhere near win. Yeah, so congratulations <laughs> to you, Beth. You won today. You won Guess the Celebrity Age. Unfortunately, we have no price to give you because so, we're cheap like that. Here's what you get to do, <laughs> Beth. You get to go home to your family this evening and sit down at your dinner table and say to everybody, I totally kicked Colleen's butt at a dumb game on the radio. <laughs> And then just, well, you know, that's, that's all that I really care about. Okay, good. I mean, I listen to you guys every day, so that's bragging right enough. Awesome. You just <laughs> gloat away, Beth, and I won't even blame you. Thank you so much for playing. Thanks, Beth. <laughs> Have a yeah. good day. Um, okay, so let's, what were the last? Wow, you were trash, Colleen. I, I told you. <laughs> totally I'm terrible at it. Have celebrity age dysmorphia. No, do you know time. why I do? There's a couple reasons why. One of them is I, I, I also have not been able to confront my own age, I think. Yeah. Or rather, I know my age numerically. Numerically, it's 42. Thank you. Um, but I am not able to uh, accept the fact that the time has advanced. I just say the number and detach myself from it. Okay, so. What does it even mean? Anyways? I don't exactly. Yeah. Again, existential crisis. Okay, give me like a, just give me, I'll go solo on this. Just okay. give me All another. Right. All right, two more. Solo okay. for Colleen, even though she is a loser in the age I'm of terrible right. at this. Here, let's try this one. Tell me the age of Harrison Ford, Colleen. Oh, no. That one's bad. Without going over he's, his actual oh, age. Geez. Okay, so he's 72. Well, you didn't go over, so technically that's a point. He's 77 years old. He's older than Helen Mirren? Yeah. Wow. I mean, see, that's the other. That's when my mind really gets blown. Okay, give me one Take more. Take a deep Just breath. A deep I'm breath, an, I'm Colleen. I'm determined I'm sorry. to get one of these things like on the nose or closer. All right, here's our last celebrity for Colleen to guess the age, and the age is right. Colleen, tell me the age of Oprah. Oh gosh, she's okay. Oprah. I remember when she turned fifty. That was a while ago. She's fifty-eight. 
Oh, wow. That's really generous for you, Colleen. You did get the point. Technically, you didn't go over. She's 65. She is. Wow. Okay. So, I, I mean, remember, that's good on, good on most of these people. She turned 50 15 years ago. I really, that's, I really remember. I know, did math. That's how it works. I really remember her turning 50 like it was yesterday. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Time Colleen. marches on. Yeah, it does. Oh, well, Speaking of. Exactly. It's marched on such that when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, because it is Friday, we have thrown all of our dietary restrictions straight out the window so that we can try something delicious or not. We'll find out. We're going to have a little cheat day after this on My Talk 1071. I'll tell you all my secrets. Well, it's Friday. I'm sure you already know that because it's the best day of the week. Uh, and it is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer did the morning show, so he is not fortunate enough to be with Holly and myself uh, for this very important cheat day experience. Dirty rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. Ooh, what are we sticking in our mouths okay. today? Well, tis the season again. And by the way, you can watch this live on our Facebook page, uh, the My Talk 1071 Facebook page. It is the season again for the mystery Oreo. Last year, we tried the mystery Oreo. You have to try to identify the flavor. And um, I think you can win $5,000 if you guess the flavor properly. Yay! Did we have... I don't remember having these last oh, year. Oh, you... I think you might not have been here the day we had them. Ah, uh, I see. Now, I'm scared uh, because I just opened up the... the What is that? Package. Yeah. And got a waft, a whiff of something that is not typically in my food wheelhouse. Hold on. I'm going to open... Hold on. You're sniffing it now. I'm gonna, it's really... Um, it's just like you, it's, I can't put my finger on the smell. This smells like 90s kids will remember. It smells like a package of Teddy Grahams. Yes, that's what it smells like. Exactly. It smells like the honey Teddy Grahams, not the cinnamon kind. Yes. Because those were a little bit sharp. So now this is why this is frustrating um, because I opened it and I had that smell sensation, but I was looking at an Oreo. And so the, cognitive dissonance of trying to like tie all that together close your eyes colleen this is what we're gonna we're gonna go on a taste journey okay i don't want you to be biased against the cookie bite its appearance as an oreo so we're gonna have our eyes closed okay while we eat the mystery oreo okay. which by the way thanks for it being double stuff because double stuff is the superior unless it's crap it, i mean all i'm saying is i agree with you Generally speaking, thanks. There, I love a double double stuff, but if it's crap, I'm going to be sad. Well, put it. All in right, your fine. Mouth. I'm going to do it. Okay, find out. Colleen's okay. eating mm-hmm. the mystery Oreo for cheat day Friday. She's munching. She has it in her mouth. I'm still sniffing it. Still smells like a, a Teddy Graham. There's definitely something like cinnamony in there. Cinnamony. All right, I'm going to eat it now. Okay, but it's kind of like again, it's off putting. My eyes are closed. Did you go open your eyes? No, I did after I got the cinnamony thing are you getting the cinnamon yeah i'm gonna say that oh. the mystery flavor is teddy graham i think you might be right now we need to do our research Colleen, oh, and this is the reason why what what's wrong are your eyes open have you again? gotten it yet have you gotten the afterburn it's not good oh yeah that's nasty that's a really disgusting aftertaste here's the thing colleen about this mystery oreo i think that the mystery flavor and don't copy me 
is that it's Teddy Graham from back in the day. Like, uh-huh. it is a very specific flavor, and that's what I'm going to send to the Nabisco Corporation. Now, here's where we where my hint is probably coming from this mystery Oreo thing. And I still have my eyes closed, by the way. She does. I'm, on the other <laughs> hand, I'm, like, like, gagging uh, over here. It's not good. Because it's that Teddy Graham flavor mixed with the chocolate Oreo cookie. That's what makes it oh. nasty. It doesn't pair well. We need to do our research because we need to research whether or not Teddy Grahams were manufactured are manufactured they by are. Nabisco. So there you go. Okay, I solved it for you. And if you win $5,000, I would like a 15% cut. Um, now, I'm going to go into the other room, and I'm going to give Rob the mystery Oreo. Okay. Because I want is. him to try it. Hold on. Okay, now, while you're doing that, I do just want to say to your point, Holly, yes, Teddy Grahams were ma- and are still, uh, because they still are a thing, are manufactured by Nabisco. Okay, can I just, I'm just going to complain about, and I shouldn't be doing this because it's Friday and we're privileged people, but this is my issue, and I'd like to send this up to the flagpole at Nabisco. They shouldn't give you, you shouldn't have to buy this whole package of what could potentially be crap Oreos. They should sell this in a package of like five, so you and your closest friends can try them, but you don't have to commit to the whole entire package now i'm gonna eat the oreo like Uh i usually do you know everyone usually has their oreo ritual and how they consume them i always Mm -hmm. eat the frosting first oh and i made that error of eating the cookie and the frosting at the same time which is where that nasty aftertaste was rough man okay rob did you take a taste and what are you getting uh this is the first time i think i've eaten an oreo like you're supposed to eat a cookie Uh uh-huh just bitten into it like right. a sandwich. Right. And it just tastes like an Oreo that's a little cinnamony. It really? Okay, yeah. I get it. That's exactly kind of... But, it, yes, it there is that cinnamon taste, but it does not go well with the rest of the cookie, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Now, my kids had a genius idea. They were like, Mom, why do you have to guess the flavor? Why can't you just read the ingredients? I bet you'd be able to figure it out. Right? So I'm looking at the ingredients because I want to know... Is there cinnamon in this? Oh, look at you getting in the hack. And by the way, Barry, the lead, Colleen, yeah? you said you could win $5,000. $5,000. Oh, it is $50,000. <laughs> well, look at that. I mean, now I will guess. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay, here. Okay, there's clues. Please. Do you want to know the clue? Yeah, I want. Give okay. us the clue. Give us the clue. Uh, it's Okay, here is the clue. Its name it stole and history kept, perhaps from a creature that lives on the step. Can you read that once more? Its name it stole and history kept, perhaps from a creature that lives on the step and step. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's spelled S-T-E-P-P-E. Hold on. I know I'm going to need help with that. S-T-E-P-P-E. Yeah. Do step animals. Oh. Step animals are a herbivorous. Let's see. So we're getting such animals as a bison, a crane, a marmot, a fox, a... Mm, I'm going to just uh, okay. Google if it's a bear in there because... I mean, they, it just tastes like... Teddy Graham, and that just threw me off, that entire thing. Anyway, I do want to update you guys. I do not see cinnamon listed as an ingredient. Wow. Which is weird, right? Because you really do get like a very cinnamon-forward experience. Sugar, flour, yeah, uh, riboflavin, palm and canola oil, cocoa, high-fructose corn syrup, awesome, leavening, salt, soy, le- uh, and natural flavors, and chocolate. Mm, oh, maybe does cinnamon fall under natural flavors? Yes. But don't, but, okay, I'm being honest about this. I feel like they have to be forthcoming if they have certain flavors in there, lest somebody be allergic to them. Yeah, but natural flavoring. It, there could be, here's the thing. Yeah, I, that's nasty. Science, Colleen, is that you could manufacture something that tastes like cinnamon without having any cinnamon actually in it. Oh, wow. Science. science. Amazing. Yeah, all right. Um, so how many Cobras are we giving the mystery Oreo? Zero. Like, legit zero. Oh, I would a- not... You would have to pay me to finish this one dumb cookie. You're not even going to give it to your enemies? No. How many Cobras for you, Holly? 1.5. Wow. I mean, it's bad, guys. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about. We call them D-bags, and we'll tell you about them after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. I make it known but you not undercover. We've got some celebrities behaving badly to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, uh, he did the morning show this morning, so he's not here with us right now. But Holly Roberts and I are here with you yes. until three o'clock. Yes. Uh, and uh, we've got a name for these celebrities that behave so terribly badly, and that name is. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. I could have just done like a a gooper scooper on this, uh, but Gwyneth Paltrow is my D-bag today. Yay! Um, Because here's why. I don't like, oh, she's so weird. Like, why does she always have to, like, she'll be fine and then she'll just say something so assy. And I'm like, why? Just why? So she, um, and I don't know if she's trying to be cute or sound humble or what, but she disclosed on Jimmy Kimmel Live that she um, has never seen her movie Spider-Man Homecoming. She forgets she's in it. So she's had, I think she has like some sort of strange disorder where she... Has a hole in her brain where all of the superhero movies live. Because remember, she can't remember the name of co stars. She's had conversations with people who were in movies with her. She has no recollection of the fact they were in the movie. And uh, on Jimmy Kimmel Live, she is disclosing that despite 
the fact that she plays Pepper Potts in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She's never seen her part in Spider-Man Homecoming. And she was, of course, unaware of the cameo that she made alongside John Favreau in that movie. I haven't seen Spider-Man Homecoming either, Colleen. Well, I'm going to admit that. That's fine, (laughs) because I don't think you're in it. But here's the reason why I think Gwyneth Paltrow may not. Here's maybe a reason. Are you going to cut her slack here, Holly? A little. Okay. I'm sorry. This is the reason why I'm cutting her just a little bit of slack. It's because Gwyneth Paltrow plays Pepper Potts in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Now, truth be told... I've maybe watched a few of those movies and she's a supporting player Mm -hmm. in those movies. Now what I'm thinking maybe happened, maybe, maybe, maybe is that Gwyneth Paltrow shot her cameo for Spider-Man homecoming while she was make or far from home, whatever one she shot it while she was making one of the Avengers movies Mm -hmm. and didn't know here from there. Right. No, I don't disagree with you. That's the only slack I'm cutting. And other than that, I'm like, because I'm here for that. I'm here for the explanation. I get it completely. If I'm Marvel, the Marvel mamas, the people in charge of Marvel, (laughs) I'm like, we got to not have Gwyneth Paltrow talking anymore because when she says, I haven't even like, I haven't seen her job is to promote the movies that she's in. Yes. Even and if she does not know she was actually in the movie. So anything that is anything other than, oh, Spider-Man Homecoming, I'm really proud of the work that was done on that movie. To say I have not seen the movie that I play a role in, no matter how small, doesn't do anything but kind of diss the movie a little bit. Like, I get it. We can be critical thinkers and take a step back and understand why that is. But her, like... You would, if you heard any celebrity, like, say, not know anything about a movie that they were in, that would might maybe tell you something about the movie. Oh, yeah. Well, and that also tells a lot about Gwyneth Paltrow, because while oh, that's I, the real deal right there, <laughs> because while I did cut Gwyneth Paltrow some slack just a little bit, what that signals when you're like, I didn't even bother to see the movie that I'm in is that I am too good for all of this acting stuff. That I'm talking to you about. Like yes. now it is just like I am so elevated. I'm so above it. I'm doing all this goop stuff that this acting thing is just my little part time side gig, my side gig, my sandbox that I like to play my occasionally. And yeah. also I think about the people who are actually in that movie that she basically was like, I couldn't be bothered to spend time to see their performances. Oh, do you think I that mean, do you think that Gwyneth Paltrow? Cares at all. No, she doesn't. About she, the performances she of the others. fully just punctuated that for me. I th- Gwyneth Paltrow, here's the thing that would happen, and I hope that I never meet Gwyneth Paltrow, because what would happen, and it would happen to all of us, is that she would just look at you and through you. Yes, simultaneously, like you're not even there. And then, poof, you would disintegrate, and then you would just become a pile of clothes. The thing is this, <laughs> like, again... For me, this is all about... She doesn't have to see the movie. I'm not even no. mad that she didn't see the movie. I I don't care. But your job is to fake that you saw it and brag about everybody's performance if you are associated with that movie, right? Even if it's in the... I mean, even if it's, you know, so far removed from where you are right now. And I just... She just tell. She continues every time she speaks publicly to tell me more and more about herself. Yeah. And I don't like it. 
Who's your D-bag, Holly? Uh, my D-bag of the day is Prince Harry. Oh, I would be real careful with that. You know they're suing people right now. Well, this is something that actually happened, so this is fact and okay, on the good. record. Let's talk about it. <laughs> it's not hearsay. It's not conjecture. It's not anything that we're making up because there's footage of this that actually happened. So Prince Harry uh, and Meghan Markle, they're still in Africa doing a, a goodwill tour with their son, Archie. But it's just this one moment, and it's the way that he talked to this journalist that makes him my D-bag of the day. Because he was being condescending and mansplaining to this person. And uh I just was not really here for it. So uh, Prince Harry made an appearance at the Mawa Health Center in Malawi. And he uh, was visiting and doing his goodwill thing. And then after he concluded his talk with health officials about the center, so he was doing a little bit of a Q&A, a British journalist asked him a impromptu question on the way to his car. You know how people stage question and answer mm-hmm. things. And I can imagine maybe that the royal family is the type that they like to screen their questions before they get asked and that you have to participate and play by the rules in order to be in these kinds of places. Yeah. Well, there was a journalist over at Sky News. Her name is Rhiannon Mills, and she asked a question off the cuff. As Prince Harry made his way back to his vehicle, she asked the following. That short conversation, what did you hope to achieve through it? Okay. So that's a question that this journalist asked Prince Harry. Yeah. I'm assuming now I was looking for maybe a little bit more context to that question. But the way that I read the story is that she's asking that short conversation that you had at the health center. What did you hope to achieve through it? Yeah. Like, why why were we talking to these people? What did you want to advocate for? That's a valid reporter question. Yeah. Then the then Prince Harry had this to say to the journalist. He said, what? Ask them. Huh? Then Mills continued to uh, press Prince Harry and said, is that why it's important for you to come and talk to them? Then Prince Harry responded, Rhiannon, don't behave like this. <gasps> so he like admonished her. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So... Maybe, according to some sources, that Rihanna was being a little bit sarcastic, and is that why it's important for you to come and talk to them? His reaction, don't behave like this, where it's like, I, you know, journalists ask questions. That's what they do for a living, actually. That's what actually. they do for a living, actually. And sometimes they do it to try to get a rise out of somebody. And maybe she was doing that. I don't know. It's hard to know without, it. you know, absence of the tone and context. Yeah. But... Why, like, when did we get, I say this fully recognizing the log in my own eye right now, but when did we, when did we decide to stop just ignoring things that bothered us? You know what I mean? Like, when did we come to this place where we have to, like, not retaliate, but like respond to everything that bothers us? Mm -hmm. Whatever happened to just being like, I am not going to answer that. And I'm going to graciously tell you I'm not going to answer that and moving on with your life. Sure. Like, well, I suppose at at that point when you're getting asked the question by the journalist is like, well, do I just get in the car and go away? Yeah. Do I play? Obviously, Prince Harry knows this journalist. Yeah. Because he called her by her first name. So there's obviously she might be part of a press tour that's following the royal family around Africa. I'm not really sure. But it was just that don't behave like this even if mm. he was just kidding i just like that's one of those things when somebody addresses you like that even if they are kidding 
Well, you would assume you would assume that somebody at his stature would have sort of a pat answer to an unwelcome question. Yes. Um, Or in in this case, like an unscheduled or off the topic question. Mm -hmm. You would think that he had some sort of rehearsed, you know, pleasant way of, you know, brushing that aside right obviously the royal family has a communications team yeah and they are coached because one of their main jobs is being ambassadors yes. communicators uh, people who are going out and connecting with the people yeah i guess it's just one of those things too where it's like well hmm, you know you try to control your own narrative as much as you can but you know sometimes if you're in a position of public power which yep. they are mm-hmm. there are going to be people who are going to be asking you some questions yeah yeah, and you have to be ready for them. Yeah. And then you have to be ready to answer them or yeah. an- give them an answer with a non-answer. Yeah. So it was just... You'd, see, you'd think that he would have rehearsed that a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, and unfortunately he did not rehearse not, that. Not, not and today. we all just laughed it off and being sarcastic. Ha ha ha. It just read that there was a kernel of truth mm-hmm. in the way that he reacted. I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of royalty, let's talk about the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, this is a story all all about about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. down. I'm telling you, this show is having a renaissance and I cannot figure out why. This show? Yes, I'm serious. And I'm going to tell you all the evidence I have to support this thesis after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Okay, I'm telling you that the French, the not the French prince, the fresh prince, the fresh prince of Bel Air is making a comeback, and I cannot figure out why or how this is happening. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer did the morning show. He's napping. Holly and I are here with you. I know this seems like such a silly thing to bring up because. Like TV shows, of course, they make comebacks, right? Like we've seen it happen with Friends. It's having its own little renaissance. Same with The Office. Man, the kids love. The kids love the retro shows. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I I feel like it's not even the TV show of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air that's making it as much of a comeback as the theme song. And here, and I don't know why, like I might be missing something. And if I am, please, by all means, call and correct me. 651-641-1071. There may be some pop culture reference that I'm missing. Like, was it featured on a TikTok? Is there the Fresh Prince challenge right now? Yeah, or something like that, where you have to wear your jacket inside out. I don't know. But okay, so uh, I, I started noticing it like a few weeks ago. Um, when my daughter's dance or jazz class started for the season and she came home and she was like, oh, mom, there's this song that we listen to in class. And she's like, it goes like this. And she starts doing now. This is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'm like, that's the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And she's like, how do you know the song? And I'm like, oh, gosh, are you serious? So then I try to explain to her, how do you explain this to kids who don't even understand what a theme song is anymore? Because. Essentially, no shows have theme songs, and they don't even watch television. They watch YouTube. I said, well, there used to be this show called The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and Will Smith, who plays the genie in Aladdin, because that's her connect point with him, he was in the show, and it was his show, and he was a rapper, and he rapped the opening theme song, but then he also starred in the show, and everybody, I said, everybody can say this rap. Everybody. I said, even your nana. 
can do the entire theme of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. She was like, what? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Ask hey, her sometime. <laughs> she'll do it. Trust me. Um, but then, so that was like the first, and then that was a few weeks ago. And then it was we were watching um, the the uh, base, a baseball game last night, and the Atlanta Braves were playing, and I heard, you know, sometimes you can... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Here during the telecast of a, a, of a sporting event, the music that they're playing in the stadium. So like they're playing in between innings mm-hmm. music and the music they're playing is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. What? And I'm like... I mean, that to me is the same as if you were, they played the theme song to Mr. Belvedere. I mean, it's not, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a theme song, but it's also, I know it's like a hit song Sorry. kind of. song the China. Yeah, can you imagine? I but wish. But then I saw this, I saw this story and I, I thought, well, now we're all in. Uh, Will Smith has dropped a Bel Air Athletics collection. It is a clothing collection that you can get online until October 14th. And it is selling merch that has that 90s vibe. And it is all a throwback to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. But why? I don't. Why? That's why I'm here asking the questions. And why is it so? And here's another question around this Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mystery nostalgia moment that we're having right now, is that this collection is only available for the next 10 days. So it's yeah. very limited, and it's t-shirts. It's Now, I will say about the Academy track jacket, which is a version of the blazer that mm-hmm. Will Smith's character wore to high school, it is very clever marketing in as much as it's you can wear that jacket and nobody will know that you're making a reference to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Right. So it's very stealth in its fandom. You, only other Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fans will know what you're doing when you wear that. But it's almost $100. Yeah, it's $90. So your kids, so going back to this mystery about yeah. why your daughter started singing the Fresh Prince theme song in her dance class, have you? Have they asked to watch the show? Okay, so then that have was they? another thing. So we're going, my daughter and I are going on a little car trip uh, starting tonight. And I was downloading movies and stuff to, for her to watch on the iPad and TV shows. And I said, oh, do you want me to download the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? And she sort of looked at me like, you want me to actually watch the show? I'm like, well, what's with the interest in it at all if you're not going to at least watch the show? And also, it's not even like I watched the show. It was a fine show. Yeah. It doesn't rise to the level of like my top five faves It's by not a, any stretch. Right. It's not a show, probably. You enjoyed it at the time. There right. were some fun things. The Carlton dance and Uncle Phil. And, yeah. And jazz was fun, too. So there are things about the show that you can look back fondly. Yeah, but it's not something that you tap in 2019 to say, boy, I really just want to binge watch episodes of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And so and I'm trying to figure out, are they watching it in like not in school? Obviously, like they're not watching it in science class. But are you are your friends at school watching the show? 
what is the connection to the show? Because it's not necessarily the show. It really is more the theme song. And I just find it to be kind of bizarre. I don't know. We might not ever get to the answer here, but I would just say watch out because similar to how, because a lot of those things I kind of picked up on after the fact, like when friends kind of was having its Renaissance, we were like, Oh, the kids are way into friends. The big one that we've all started talking about over the summer is the office. Oh, I saw the kids are totally into the office. Now a teenager at the state fair this year wearing a Dunder Mifflin t-shirt. So it's like, okay, well you're, you have enough fandom and you're deep enough into the office that you want to wear that kind of merch about the show that really was in its prime almost 15 years ago. Like before you were born. Yeah. I, I, and I, I'm not, it's not a struggle. I make it sound like this, like I'm wrestling with this all night long. Trust me, I've got other things to wrestle with. But, but the thing I keep on thinking is like, what is it about a TV show that makes it rise to the level of like having a renaissance? Yeah. In the first place. Because again, I go back to, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was a good show. Yes, it was fine. Fine. It wasn't better than other shows at its time. So what is it about this show now that is making people connect to it? And and also, why are we connecting to it through the song and not necessarily the TV show? So we don't have reruns anymore. Like, that's not... I mean, they are a thing, but kids don't care. It's not like when we were kids and you caught the reruns of the Partridge Family and that's how you got into the Partridge Family. Or the Monkeys. That's how I got into the Monkeys. Yep. Um, it's not like that. Okay, we've got somebody who's got a theory. Ooh, Let's yes. get to Katie. She's got a solid theory. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi. Yeah, I have a theory because I have two teen dolls, and they are also obsessed with the French Prince right now. And they, they can't believe any grown-ups have heard of it because it's like their hip little secret. Which is so funny. But, um, We're like, we invented it, but I thanks know. for playing. <laughs> it's so funny. But I think that there was a skit on SNL, actually, oh. last season that um, had the song. And that's why they're all into it again. And with the whole 90s revival, the fashion and stuff. So I believe it was Saturday Night Live that did it. Okay. Thank you very much, Katie. That is very helpful. That is true. There was, and it was in 2018 in January, there was a Fresh Prince skit on Saturday Night Live. And I bet that that went viral. Yes, it it does have 3.5 million views. But that's like a million years ago in teenage years of the beginning of 2018 because that was almost two years ago. But the kids are into this because it's like you said, Colleen, they don't have your kids and their age group doesn't have the relationship with television that we did. So now it's like they don't care about the TV show. They're just lifting the song. Right. And the entry point has to be from something that went viral or was memeable or maybe was on TikTok. That's their entry point to a show like that. It's not like it was for us when you were homesick with a fever, laying on your couch, watching reruns of I Love Lucy on the black and white TV. It's not like that. Ask your kids about I Love Lucy. Do they even know about that? No way. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, unless there's a meme that shows up, they don't have any, nor do they care. They don't care. It is the weirdest darn thing. Weird. Well, I feel like, thank you, Katie, for giving us that piece of insight, because you were right. Um, it, It does have a lot of views, and it did go moderately viral, and so... That could be their entry point. I'm going to stay on this because I I don't... 
I am fascinated enough about how these kids have gotten hip to this show. Kids these days. These yeah. kids these days. What are you guys watching? All right, when we come back, I'm really excited. My best friend Alicia Perkins is going to be joining us to tell us about her brand new fiction book called Martyred. And uh, you're going to want to hear all about it and read the book after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.